You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're you're tuned in to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati, the top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata at Odyssey Sports Podcast. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, what is going on? Not much, Lindsay. It's uh, the busy day of the week. You know, it's it's Tuesday. I got to write. So, but you'll ask me about it at the end of this. <laughs> I will. I'll ask you every single time. You better have your topic ready of what you're going to write about or what you already uh, wrote about. But the thing is, I'm just going to admit it. When you have work from Christmas to New Year's Day, it feels pointless because that's how I felt the last 24 hours when it comes to, I think they should just cancel it all and everybody has that whole entire week off and it's just hard to stay focused. I've never had that off. My fiance used to work at a college uh, a couple of years yeah. ago and she used to get like three weeks off around this time. I was very jealous of that. Yeah. Yeah, no. And and everything is all Monday Night Football related. I'm ready to go. Go ahead and fast forward to the weekend. Go ahead and get 2023 here. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Got a big Monday Night Football game. Sports gambling in Ohio is going to be legal this weekend, which is absolutely crazy. I know a lot of people are going to be excited about that. Not me because I'm team cheap. Uh, so you won't see me doing any of that. Uh, but let's let's go back into the tape a little bit. And you had a chance to look at let's start with DJ Reader. You know, it's crazy to think that almost three years ago, it'll be three years in March, they signed DJ Reader and just what a difference maker he is on the defensive side of the ball when they were without him. Obviously, it was a huge loss, but he's out there now and he's making a difference. You can look at just the past few games and he's really getting it together with this defense. Uh, what did you see from DJ Reader this past week? Man, I mean, it's almost same as usual with him. It's uh, he was awesome. You think of. You know, it, it's weird because a splash play for a nose tackle is basically disrupting a run play to the point where even if they don't make the play, they're moving the guy into their help. And he did that a few times. He opened things up for other people. There was a slant he had that opened things up for Jesse Bates to make a tackle for a loss. He forced uh, Stevenson to try to move off of uh, the intended path of a run play uh, a time or two. And then he also was just himself. You know, he makes an awesome move, a uh, little jab and go on a guard that made the guard fall down and he went and made the tackle. And then I think hopefully our fans know who, uh, who held up Stevenson on the fumble play. It was reader reader destroyed his block. It was a double team. He corkscrews down to a knee he's not falling down i did see somebody say he fell down and got up as like oh, 
he's I wouldn't describe it that way. <laughs> he's going down to a knee so that they can't move the double team because that gives him an extra anchor point, lower center of gravity. And then once the guy leaves, he gets up and then throws that block away and makes the stop. I mean, that's uh, some textbook uh, double team defensive line play. And he did that on the uh, fumble. So he's holding up Stevenson. And then Bell comes in with the peanut punch. And I don't know. It's hard to find this guy have a bad game. You know, so even the best players like Jamar Chase in this game have bad games, right? And DJ Reader is just consistently great every time he steps onto the field. Other than the only the closest thing was his first week back from injury, and I'm willing to chalk that up to he was, you know, first week back from injury. <laughs> other than that, just he's been awesome. I mean. I guess you could argue not a Pro, a Pro Bowl snub just because of the time missed and those guys are awesome. They didn't miss any time, but man, he deserves an accolade of some sort. All right. You know how I feel about that topic about players missing games and getting. Well, the th right. And the thing is that, you know, when you put every defensive tackle into just defensive tackle rather than having nose tackle and defensive tackle as separate things. Yeah. You got the issue of, well, that guy, you know, is he a top three at that position? I'd argue yes, but, you know, uh, I, I think there is – those other guys are awesome. But then you look at, like, I don't know, other positions get more guys in when there's at least two of these interior defensive linemen on the field for every team. Like, you're either playing two or three of these guys, but you just vote three of them in as if it's, like, fullback. You get – Two. Four. You said four. Is there? You vote for three fullbacks, I believe, on each conference. That's insane. So six fullbacks. There's not six fullbacks that do anything. No, not at all. And um, Stanley but... Morgan's not even on the list. <laughs> Poor Stan. Stan the man. Uh, I want to say with DJ Reader. And what I'm about to ask you, I don't want it to be a hot take or anything like that. I want to take a sample size of the time that DJ Reader has been in Cincinnati. And I know he, he had to battle injuries early on um, in his time here. Do you see any comparisons to kind of a Geno Adkins type when he was here early on? He's obviously not having the career Geno had just yet in Cincinnati because that does feel like a hot take. But just kind of the level of impact he can bring. Uh, they're different players. They're entirely different players because Gino was a guy that could really rush the passer and he affected run plays. But what made Gino special was his ability to get 12 sacks and be the engine of a pass rush. DJ is not the engine of the pass rush is as good as he can be. And if I, he was a good pass rush for this game, he's pushing the pocket, making Mac move off of his spot. He's not taking his guy, you know, throwing him into Mac Jones and then tapping him afterwards for the sack like Gino used to. Gino just played a little bit different position. Gino was about, uh, I think, a shade under 300 pounds, 290-something, and under six feet. And is over six feet and 300, depends where you see it. But I, th I think he's around 320 right now. Uh, after the weight loss, he was. So they're just, you know, they, they serve different purposes. But I think they're... I would still say Gina's probably more impactful, but maybe that's, you know, the orange tinted glasses of thinking of those defenses because Rito does a lot for this defense. Uh, but I, they're, they're different players. He's more of a supercharged Zamata Pecco. Like Pecco used to do what Reader does. Reader is, and Pecco was a 
great player. Reader is a better version of that. So maybe we'll see DJ Reader pull a Pecco and play a little fullback on a touchdown at some point at the goal line. I wonder who who is the fullback on the defensive line because it could be Reader, but my gut says they put Hubbard there. Did they do that before? They would. Yeah, they used Sam Hubbard there before, but I just want to see DJ Reader on on offense at some point. I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, right at the goal line. Uh, but I, I want to say with DJ Reader and the impact because honestly, we've talked about it since day one, and I know you've been a DJ Reader guy since he arrived in Cincinnati, and we're just trying to get appreciation for him national people are picking up they're talking about him and that's important for dj reader when we talk about the all pro stuff you know the pro bowl stuff is what it is i don't think that's ever going to change when it comes to the appreciation for some of the best players and as you mentioned before it's just the position group that he's in and it's unfortunate for him outside of joe burrow again just just have one more on on reader and then we're going to move on outside of joe burrow would you consider dj reader the second most important person on this team oh wow uh Okay, we'll go hot take and Do say it. yes. And the other person I'm thinking of is obviously Jamar Chase, right? And I think Jamar Chase is, you know, as good as him. But I just think of this team looked better on offense when Chase missed time than they looked on defense when Reader missed time. If you think about that, the Saints ran all over this defense when Reader missed. And um, you had the the Browns game where Nick Chubb and the Browns offense looked better than, you know, well, the offense sucked there too without you. <laughs> that, was a, that was a whole disaster. They both yeah. missed that game and we saw the effects. But you look at like the Panthers game and the, uh, well, they played the, the Panthers game, the Titans game, just these games, the offense was still good and maybe that's just a little bit of who's around the offense without chase you know you've still got t higgins to lift up that wide receiver group who is a good good number one wide receiver like he could be the focal point of a passing offense which we see whenever chase goes down um and you don't have that on the guys are throwing in there for reader like tufele and tupo it's you know they're okay and bj hill is solid good player but he's not reader level impact which i think t does get to you know take the the mario mushroom and level up a little bit when chase is gone <laughs> i don't think tupo and uh any of these uh other defensive linemen are able to you know do that same thing level up when reader's gone and start doing what he does what he does is harder to replace um I, I guess I'm just building the case for why I think Reader is more important. The small sample size where we saw both miss, they both missed, what, about four games? Uh, I thought the defense looked worse off without Reader than the offense did without Chase. And then when I think about why that could be, Reader opens a ton for this defense, whereas Chase does open a lot for the offense, but the offense just has the other pieces on the team to lift it up. So in a vacuum, yeah, your wide receiver is more important than your nose tackle, but for this Bengals team, they have such good wide receivers and such a good quarterback that they can overcome a devastating wide receiver injury, but they don't have the pieces to overcome that nose tackle injury. I hope that's uh, that that sells somebody. I, I, I kind of sold myself a little bit, but uh, yeah, it, it, 
I, I built the case why he why he could be the second most important player. Yeah, if Burrow goes down, this team's shot. But <laughs> I think they could overcome either a reader or a chase injury, which they're able to do. But I don't know. I, I thought just I always come back to it. I thought that offense looked pretty good without Chase, and the defense did not look pretty good without Reader. Yeah, I, I think you could go back to recently the Titans game and the Browns game. And while I have faith in the offense to put up points, you know, they started out really sluggish. If DJ Reader's not in that game, Nick Chubb is going to run for his life. And you could say the same thing about Derrick Henry. Uh, I think those are two games that you can just say, yes, DJ Reader is extremely important to this team and what this defense looks like. He's almost the quarterback on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, there are plenty of playmakers. Uh, when you think about Jermaine Pratt, what impact that he's made, and it's absolutely insane, and it's going to be some really tough decisions for the front office, which we've talked about plenty on this podcast. But it was just one of those things, uh, you know, I was just thinking about with this team and, and the run that they're on. And if you you always have to put the quarterback, if his name is Joe Burrow, if it's Patrick Mahomes, if it's Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, um, you know, the most valuable players on their team. Not all teams can say that because you can look at the 49ers and they're without their quarterback right now and Brock is uh is doing just fine with, with this team and you think of you know their solid defense so I think DJ Reader um one of the coolest things right now is just seeing people really appreciate him outside of Cincinnati uh when you have the PFF grades and and other people who are, are tweeting out give this guy some respect um it's good to yeah. see and it's it's one of those things do you think they're going to extend DJ Reader when they come to that that situation of the contract ending Man, I was about to ask you a question, but okay, I'll answer this. <laughs> Sorry, I have so uh, many questions. <laughs> I think that's that probably comes down to if you see a dip in play at all, right? Like mm -hmm. if he does move from that elite level play into just very good, I still feel like you throw him something. But if he's still elite, man, I don't know how the money works. I know they just got a big deal. <laughs> the cap might go up, but I don't know exactly how the money would work. I would think you have to try, though. I mean, this is – do – somebody can tell me. Do nose tackles really regress in their 30s? Because the main one I think of are Haloti Nada and uh, Vince Wilfork. No, <laughs> they didn't regress in their 30s. They were still playing really well. Yeah. So who are – are there other guys that did? If I think of Pecco, I thought he was still – pretty good when he went to Denver, at least for a year or two. I, I just racking my brain on like, are, is there an example, like, you know, running backs obviously are the ones you always think of with the shelf life, but you know, wide receivers a little bit, uh, quarterbacks don't have that anymore. <laughs> uh, even offensive linemen, you can think of when they get to like, yeah, it's a longer shelf life. When it gets around 33, 34, you start thinking about it. So is that where like your nose tackle is? Is like 33, 34, you have to worry about it? If that's the case, then yeah, you shoot him an extension because he's not even 30 yet. But I don't know if they will. I probably would as long as I don't see the decline in play or if there's a devastating injury type thing. Now, the question for you, did I sell you at all that Reed is the second most important person on the team? I already thought that before I asked you. I just Did wanted you? to say, awesome. yes, okay. I do. Honestly, I, I think that because it's the run that they've been on and I think of the impact that DJ Reader is having. And if he wasn't out there defensively, I don't know if it would have 
held the glue together and that, and I trust Lou and I trust the pieces on this team. Um, they've battled, they've stepped up. You can look at the secondary without Cheetah, who I felt like was the second most important person on defense when they lost him and uh, they always find ways, but yeah, I truly do. I think DJ reader is an extremely big part of this team overall. We talk a lot about the offense and um, you know, who's important over there. And, and we've watched Joe Burrow succeed without Jamar chase on the field. Would I rather Jamar chase be on the field? 100%. And I'm happy to have him back. Uh, but at the same time, they've, they've managed to uh, be just fine on the offensive side of the ball. But we have plenty more to talk about with the D-line. Cam Sample, like I said, Zach Carter. We're going to go to the offensive line. A little Joe Burrow after we went back and watched the tape. T. Higgins, we've got to give him some love. We talk about him as an, a wide receiver number one, and he is still a huge part. And uh, I feel like there, there's um, there's a big game coming up for, for 85 with this offense. And we'll have more on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Thank you.